Welcome to Creative Magic Club. Together, we'll discover inspirational stories of creative entrepreneurs living out their dreams, doing the work they are most passionate about, and building wealth in magical and fun ways. While building a six-figure income as a writer and coach, helping other women to launch their dream businesses, I've connected with so many incredible people and seen it proven again and again that you can thrive financially doing whatever it is you are passionate about. I am here to share life-changing strategies for mindset, making money, and reaching more people with your work in a business and life filled with creativity, freedom, and fun. Hi everyone, welcome. I'm so excited to introduce my guest for today. I have with us Taylor Eaton, who is a money mindset expert and she's helped hundreds of women create more wealth in their lives through coaching programs. Having gone from struggling with debt to building a multiple six-figure business from the ground up, Taylor is passionate about helping others heal, transform, and amplify their relationship with money and wealth. Hi Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. Hi Sarah, thank you so much for having me. So I'm really excited. I'm a huge fan of Taylor. I've taken a ton of her human design courses around money. I love her approach to money mindset. She has so much wisdom and she has just created a really awesome deck of cards centered around supporting others to shift their um, relationship with wealth. So I'm really excited to talk more with Taylor about her relationship with money and yeah how she went from being in debt to having a multiple six-figure business and i know from you know observing the way that she does that that she does business and being in a bunch of her programs like she really does do business in alignment with her unique vision her unique desires and yeah being really in integrity with what she feels is in alignment with her values so thank you so much for being here taylor i would love to hear like at what point in your journey did you kind of like discover money mindset and start to see those big transitions in your relationship with money? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so I've been in my business and in this work for almost five years at this point. And the, the point where it all kind of started for me was um, when I was in my early to mid twenties and I was working in a nine to five job is real eight to five job. Um, and it was draining and I was severely underpaid and not even really being paid a livable wage, even though I was salaried full time. And, um, I kind of, I looked around, I had about a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt when I left school and I just, I looked around at everything and I went, Oh my God, I did everything right. Quote unquote, right that I was supposed to do in life and that I still am struggling with money. Right. And it was some, it was just a point where I, I kind of looked around and I said, okay, clearly what I was told I need to do to make money or to be successful or to achieve anything in the corporate world, it, it can't have been right because I'm doing everything right. You know, up until that point, it had always been, I think a lot of us have these stories of, I'm not doing enough or I'm not good enough in some way. And that's why I don't have the money I want. That's why I have all this debt. I'm bad in some way or I've messed up or whatever. And I used to think that, but I'd reached this point where I kept getting promoted in my industry and receiving almost no more money. 
right? And taking on more and more responsibility and burning out more and more and, and being told over and over in performance reviews, you're amazing. You're the best employee we have. We've never had anyone this amazing at this role, you know, like all these things. And I was like, okay, well then if I'm doing everything right, why am I broke? Why am I worse than broke? Why do I have a hundred K in debt? Right. And it was just this point where I looked around and I just kind of started questioning everything I'd been told. And that was when I kind of started finding money mindset. Right. And it was a different, a kind of series of different things that I found, but ultimately I found different spiritual teachers like Abraham Hicks and people like, you know, people and these like that, that were talking more about law of attraction and more about, you know, the way you look at the world. And I was kind of like, Oh my God. And just something in that, those messages felt freeing to me. And also it, it made sense at that point where I was at in my life where I was like, I'm doing everything right. Why isn't the money coming in? And so that was when I first really started diving into money mindset because I was like, something has to change what I'm doing now, even though it's the right thing, isn't, isn't working. And it's not getting the results I want. In fact, it just feels like I'm getting more and more debt trying to keep up with the cost of living. And so that was the point where everything kind of shifted for me. And I started looking more and more at mindset and playing with that and started to see my life change. And I got different jobs that then paid me, you know, I doubled my salary overnight and you know, just all this stuff. And then from there, after applying that for myself for a few years, went on to starting my own business and helping other people and continuing to uplevel my mindset. So that was that was kind of the point where it all started, where it was in a way like my rock bottom, right? Where it was like, I'm, I'm so indebted. I'm so, I feel like I, there's no way out and I'm struggling and I don't know the way out because I've done everything I'm supposed to do. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it was the same for me. Like as soon as I discovered money mindset work, I doubled my income three years in a row and like was working less and less each yeah. year. Like this is why I'm just like obsessed with talking about it. I'm like, we all need to be talking about this because it's like, right. yeah, we all have more right. well, and we have more money. Like the world changes, right? Yeah. And it's just, and it's, it's crazy because it's something that I think people, when they first hear, if they're not ready for it, they they shake their head at it. Right. But it's like, when you see, like you said, when it's like, you see people who get it and you're like, no, do you see? It's like, it's not, it's not even magic. It's not even necessarily manifestation. It can be interpreted that way, but it's, it's more just that when you change the way you look at things, you open yourself up to different possibilities. Right. And that includes around money. Right. I've really been unpacking this idea of magic lately because I think, okay, this is my new thought on magic. I feel like a lot of things that feel like magic to women are like, no, like we, like we should have just been living like this the whole time, but we didn't because we were living under these, you know, just like oppressive perceptions of ourselves and what's possible. And we're just, you know, inherited these ways of seeing the world, ways of seeing ourselves and beliefs about what's possible that, you know, were from previous generations who just didn't have as much freedom um and accessibility to opportunity that we have now thanks to you know the internet so right. um it can feel really really magical when you're like wow i like have value in the world and i'm receiving money i'm not broke i'm being oppressed and told what i can right. do. but it's like well right. that's you know that's an opportunity that's available to us now when we're willing to shift out of the thinking that it's not so i would love to hear a little bit about like your transition as um you know as a creator from incorporating money mindset into your own life and then i know obviously i don't know what you were doing in your business before but then you pivoted to really focusing your business around supporting people with money mindset and then mm -hmm. 
So I'm interested in how that happened. And then, you know, now that you've made this Oracle deck, which really represents like archetypes around that, that transformation um, in our money mindset, sort of like how that work started to emerge for you in, in working with clients. Yeah. So the, when I was, you know, really getting into the money mindset work for myself, that was, like I said, you know, when I made a, you know, kind of lateral move in jobs, but earned double the money, right. And started seeing these, these results, I started paying off debt. I started because I had all this extra income, right. I started um, even doing kind of little things on the side or, or pursuing passions of mine that I didn't think I could pursue. Right. And seeing some income from them, even if it wasn't a lot, but starting to kind of open up my different ways of seeing the different ways money could work or flow to me or come to me. And it didn't have to just be through the traditional nine to five. And it also didn't have to be in a way that I saw anyone else doing it. Right. Um, for me, I, I, I remember one of my first forays into it was I, I've always loved writing and I've been published as a fiction writer in literary magazines and things like that. And I think I always had the story right of like writers are always kind of broke, but I started alongside in one of my jobs on the side, I would write flash fiction, a little thousand words or less stories. And I'd publish them to a website for free and it started gaining a lot of traction. And then I, I sold, I started selling eBooks of those stories. Right. And it was, I saw other people self-publishing eBooks, but at that time self-publishing was just becoming more of a accessible thing. So it was still kind of leading edge. And I also, didn't see anyone else publishing like self-publishing flash fiction, right? These really short, short bite-sized pieces of fiction. But it was something that just had called to me and I'd been doing for years at that point. And so when I was started working on my money mindset, I started being like, why can't I be paid for this? Why can't I go and do this my own way? And why can't I make money this way? And I don't think I made a lot doing that. I didn't know how to run a business at that point and how to scale things up. But I made several hundred dollars with my flash fiction in, in the first like year of actually trying to monetize it. And I was like, at the time, those several hundred dollars was a lot of money to me. And I was like, oh, I can just make money however I want. I don't have to wait for someone to hire me into something or to tell me I can go do it or to show. I just figured it out myself. No one showed me how to do almost any of it, right? And so that was kind of a point where I, that I think was where the kernel of the idea of like having my own business really started. That was something I think my dad always tried to implant in me in a young age. He was kept saying, be your own, be your own boss, be your own boss. And that was something he told me throughout my whole life, but he and my mom were never their own bosses. And he told me that because he hated his job so much, but I never had anyone model to me, how do you actually be your own boss? How do you actually create your own wealth? And so that was something I, I had to then figure out. But um, what, as I you know, kind of realized, I really enjoyed the writing, but wanted to do more or get out of my job faster, all this, I started to focus my mindset on more of how can I, at first it was, how can I support people who are changing lives? And I started out as a virtual assistant to coaches, but within a month or two, I was like, I want to be a coach, right? Like within a month or two. And I think, cause I already had that mentality from my writing business of like, I can just do things right. Which was a new, newer concept to me. That was when I then transitioned into coaching. And at first I think I was too afraid to talk about money because at that time I was still paying off a lot of my debt and I was still working in a nine to five and I didn't feel like I was wealthy enough to get to talk about money. So at that point, I just started coaching people on general mindset, right? In general lifestyle, general mindset, helping people find what they're passionate about, helping them find, you know, believe it was possible for them. But I really almost stayed away from money at first because I didn't, I had a kind of story that I wasn't good enough yet at it, that I couldn't talk about it. And in retrospect, that's ridiculous because I had seen, you know, like I said, double my income, double, you know, made money, even if it was a few hundred bucks in my job, I could have talked about that 
Um, but I was afraid to because again, and it's kind of what you were saying about magic almost in a way with, with women, right? It's like we're, we're taught not to talk about these things. We're very oppressed. I think women especially, but everyone is very oppressed around money and disempowered around money in our, in our current society and culture. And I think that's a lot of why I felt like I couldn't because I'm like, I don't have a million dollars yet. I don't have, you know, like I can't talk about money. And um, so I didn't for like a good year or two in my business. I think first year in my business, maybe I just did not. I refused to talk about it. And then I finally, I started seeing how I was making some money in my business. And I, at some point, I think I, I was really diving into my own money mindset work and really realizing that this arbitrary de definition of wealth or what it meant to be wealthy enough to talk about money was, was just some random number I'd put in my head, right? And none of that actually meant I couldn't talk about the lessons I had learned about money at that point, right? And so I've always been transparent with my audience and I, you know, I don't claim to be a millionaire. I'm not a millionaire right now, right? Like I, I don't claim to be, but I, I get, I, I started being more open with my audience and talking about money mindset in general. And then from there, as you, I think when you found me, it was kind of doing more of the human design around money, which teaches us that we each have our own unique way of engaging with money, which I thought was just a huge thing. Cause as I'd learned money mindset, it was always about here's how you shift your money mindset. And it's the same for everyone. And then when I started learning about human design, I was like, oh, there's different ways we can each shift our mindset and different ways we can each approach money. And oh my gosh, and that blew everything wide open. So I started teaching that. And through doing all that sort of work, my business exploded and started, you know, struggling, you know, making 2K months to 10K months to 20K months to 35K months to beyond, you know, and it was just like, at one point I was making more than I had made in my salary job in a year. I made more than that in a month, right? Like <laughs> a couple of years after starting my business. And I was just like, Oh my God, everyone needs to hear about this because what I was realizing just a couple of years ago was the reason so many of us feel disempowered around money is because no one talks about it. And everyone says there's only one, one way to make it right. One or two ways, which is hard work and sacrifice. And that's it. And that's the only way you're going to ever be rich or wealthy or have enough for a lot of money. And um, I, I'm living proof that that's all bullshit, right? So, yeah. So that's kind of been the, the journey. I love that. I just want to highlight that. Like one belief that you mentioned that shifted for you at the beginning, which is like, I can just do it. Like I have an yeah. idea and I give myself permission to do it and I can just do it and I can make money from it. Like this is really just like the crux of money mindset, right? And the reason why we struggle with money is because of the beliefs around like not being good enough or like our ideas aren't good enough or we're not credible enough, like you say, um, which is, you know, just like cultural brainwashing, right? Mm -hmm. Like yep. putting like, this is worthy and this isn't worthy. And if you don't have like 10 certifications or a degree or like blah, 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 like right. whatever the status quo has been, which really is oppressive for creativity. Yeah. And particularly for, you know, like minority cultures and groups who like haven't had as much access to, you know, some of those structures, um, which is why it's just like such a world changing belief for people to start to live and embody of like, your idea is good enough. Like just because you had an idea, just because you had a desire to do something and to bring something into the world. Number one, it's you're good enough and it's valuable enough. And number two, you deserve to be paid for it. And yeah just to see like how much that one shift has like radically transformed your life and your happiness and your creativity and like the level of impact that you've been able to make 
I think it's so cool and so great yeah. that you're here sharing your story with us today. So um, tell us about the deck, like what what kind of like, where did that idea come from? What was the intention behind it? And then like, how was that um, creation process kind of like evolved to, yeah, to the product yeah. today? Oh my gosh. Well, I have my sample here. We're in the order right now, but this is, I'm sure it's reversed on screen. It's the Wealthy Woman Oracle deck. And um, so this came about, oh my gosh, it came about two and a half years ago was when I first had the idea for it roughly thereabout. And this was when I was at this point doing human design and money in my business and having, you know, five figure months and seeing, seeing just how far I'd come. And I remember I I've enjoyed Oracle decks for the last several years since I got into the coaching space. You see them everywhere. People are doing card pulls and all that. And I remember thinking I was doing card pulls out of some of the Oracle decks I have. And I was like, I really want guidance around money because I was at that time trying to scale up my business and had some specific goals. And I was just looking for that way to tap into my inner guidance around money and wasn't getting exactly what I wanted through the Oracle deck. And I was like, I wonder if there's any decks around there out there around money. And there weren't, there's like one or two, but they weren't what I wanted. They weren't beautiful. They weren't, you know, they were so stuffy, at least the ones I saw, there might be others out there now that are much more beautiful. But for me, it was like, I didn't see any out there. And there's so many Oracle I don't know how many Oracle decks out there in the world, like thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds, I don't know. But there's a lot. And there were none around money that I could find, like with a few different Google searches. And I was like, that's ridiculous. And I was like, well, what if I created it? And I remember immediately trying to dismiss that thought and being like, you're not an artist. You don't know what you don't know how to do a physical product. How are you going to do any of that? Like, whatever. But then I kept coming back to the idea and being like, but I want it and it doesn't exist. And I have the knowledge. And I was also a writer. So I can write things right. You know, I was just like, why can't I create it? And I was just, you know, it like you said, it was it's that it was that same idea that really propelled it forward, which was I can do it, right? Like I, I have, I want to do this thing, and I, I'm going to give myself permission to do it. And it's something that my husband has said he's seen the biggest change in me since I started my business because it's, it's been something that's just changed both of us in amazing ways. But he said that you know the biggest change we saw in me, and he, you know, it's what we kind of attribute. The we, we think it's kind of the like you said the the belief you have to have in order to be successful as an entrepreneur, but also just to do what you want in life and create the life you want is you have to have this belief in yourself that you will figure it out, that you can figure out whatever it is. And that was what I really had to lean into with creating the deck at first. Cause I was like, I don't know how to, I don't know where to start. Like, how do I, how do I find an artist? How do I, where do we print it? You know, like, what does that look like? What does it cost? I don't know. You know, it's just like, I had to really every step of the way, believe that I can figure this out. And maybe I've never done it and maybe no one's ever done this the way I'm going to do it, but I'm going to figure out how to do it. And every obstacle is just a chance to figure it out instead of a roadblock. Right. Um, and so that's, that's something I've always kind of had in me from the beginning of my business, but this, this was when it was really kind of put to the test. And when it was also, I was glad I already had my online business foundation of this mindset, right. Of like, I can figure it out. I can do what I want and I can make this profitable. Right. I can make this profitable and I can make it impactful and I can make something that's valuable in the world and I'm good enough to do it. and I'm going to do it. Right. And so for the last two and a half years, it's been a marathon of continually reminding myself that like when I, you know, started out, I had an artist who then she fell off the face of the earth and I was like, oh, my God, where, how am I going to find another replacement? We've already started. You know, <laughs> I had to find another one. And then and that took a while. And then going through the process, but, um, you know, like of coordinating with printers and figuring out 
warehouse and shipping and distribution and just all the different pieces that I've never dealt with having never made a physical product before. But it was something that even the messages in the deck that I'd written almost two years ago now, I would keep coming back to them and reminding myself, like, you figured this out this much, like, we can figure out the next thing, we can figure out the next thing. And you have permission to, to share this and to let it be good enough, right? So that was really how it started and kind of general journey. And the for me, the actual messages in the deck are things that they're meant to kind of challenge people, right? They're meant to challenge people, especially women, to look at money and their relationship with money differently. Um, because that's, like you said, it's it's cultural brainwashing is what we're exposed to most of the time. Of like, there's one way to make money. It's hard to make. It's hard to hold on to. We have all the, you know, the, the set of stories that so many of us have adopted in, in subconscious ways, right? Or even consciously. But for me, I had to start challenging all of those stories in order to get to where I am now, right? And so that's that's what I wanted to share with other people was a way to do that that's tangible, that you can hold, that you can use intuitively, that you can use and interpret your own way, but there's also guided interpretations, right? In the guidebook, it's like, and it's also beautiful art that that makes money feel more accessible because I think that's also the big thing is that money doesn't feel accessible it feels taboo it feels difficult it feels heavy it feels restrictive right and I the more we continue to look at money that way especially as women the more disempowered we are around it and so having a deck that's it's it's light it's you know like cream and pink and it's like gold and it's inviting and it's a lot of nature and it's a lot of you know it's like having that energy to the visuals of the deck and being able to engage with it that way I think is is what I was craving is like I want something that reflects the way I see money now and I want to share that with other people yeah and I love how you've created a physical project that like a product that like ritualizes it's like a hygiene practice right like I always Mm -hmm. compare money mindset to like brushing your teeth it's like if you don't want stinky breath next week clean your teeth today and your teeth every day same thing with your relationship with money like recognizing that it's a hygiene thing we're constantly surrounded by like pollutants in our relationship with money and it just requires diligence with like constantly coming back to you um you know like resisting the culture and choosing a different way that like maybe isn't being modeled by people around us and so I love that, you know, by having like a physical practice, it's just kind of like makes yeah. it more fun because money mindset can be hard work sometimes, you know, to really like stay consistent with it and challenge ourselves and, and do that yeah. internal cleanup. So I love that you've made this. Thank you so much. And I'm so glad. Yeah. please tell people like where they can get the deck, what you're up to, where people can find out more about your work. Um, you can go to wealthywomanoracle.com and you can order the, your copy of the deck there. We're currently, we sold out our first batch of pre-orders in the first week that pre-order was open, which was so exciting. Um, but we are, we have another shipment on the way from the printer soon. So we have pre-orders open for the next uh, shipment. So um, if you're listening within the, the month, next month or so of this coming out, you can pre-order. And then after that, we should hopefully just have them fully stocked since we've ordered more and just available for immediate um, shipment. But yeah, you can head to welcomeoracle.com for that. If you want more info on the decks or just to follow along um, on kind of my journey with continuing talking about the, the messages that are in the decks and this different way of looking at money, you can follow me on wealthy at uh, Wealthy Woman Oracle on Instagram. Um, and that's somewhere also Wealthy Woman Oracle on YouTube where I'm going to be posting more and more about 
different ways that wealth can look, right? Because that's also something that I think is important in this deck is, like I said, at the beginning of, of our conversation here of how I always felt like we were taught to see wealth as like, you're a millionaire, or you have a boat, or you have, you know, like designer clothes. And as I made more and more money in the last several years, I've realized a lot of the, the, the ways I've been told I have to look or act when I'm wealthy don't appeal to me. And like, for example, we're doing this interview, I'm in my bed, I'm sitting in my bed in my PJs, like, that's how I want to be right. Like, that's, we, you know, my husband, and I moved away from San Diego to the Pacific Northwest, where it's definitely not cheap to live here, but it's a lot cheaper than San Diego. And we have, you know, we don't have, we're not on the coast anymore, but we are in the forest, which is what I want and what I've craved my whole life, you know, so it's just like, redefining what wealth looks like and the stories we tell around it. And that's a lot of what I want to do with this deck. And so that's what I'm starting to document more and just be an example of, because again, a lot of what we see in the online space of people who are wealthy are people, you know, driving luxury cars, staying yeah, in five there's nothing, yeah. yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's what some people truly want. But I think there's also a lot of us who we don't really want those things. We were just told to want those things because that means we've made it and we're successful and that's also just another story around money that I want to see shifted because I don't think that's true for everyone. Right. So that's what I'm documenting more on social media with the Dex accounts. So I love it. Being wealthy in our own way. Such yeah. powerful and needed message. Thank you so much, Taylor, for, for coming and sharing all of your uh, good juju around money with us today. And thank you everybody for watching. Definitely go and check out Taylor's work and get the deck and leave your comments. Please share this with anybody who you know needs to hear this. And thank you so very much for watching and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you. Hi loves, I wanted to let you know that I made a special free gift just for you. It's called the Cash Injection Ritual and it's my three-step method that you can use to create extra cash sales starting today. I used to suck at making consistent money and I believed I would never be good at sales because I refused to do anything that feels out of integrity. Then I discovered the powerful mindset shifts I'm about to share with you and I implemented this cash injection ritual to double my income three years in a row, making it to six figures in my dream coaching business. Now I'm so effing excited to share this work with you so you can start receiving the money you so, so, so deserve. So click the link in the description or go to withsaramac.com and you can download the cash injection ritual from the freebies menu at the top of my page. Please remember to share your celebrations with me when the extra sales and cash starts to roll in. Head over to my website withsaramac.com and please support the show by liking, commenting and subscribing.